hello and welcome. Yeah, that was a terrible hello. I didn't like that one at all. But <laughs> Run it back. Hello Run it and back. welcome to uh, Hemming and Hawing episode, I'm going to say 14. Uh, 15, I think. But I'm, really I'm kind of running out of, running, losing track over here too. That's interesting. I thought about looking up, looking it up today, but that felt like cheating. You know, that's like, that's, that's an organic take for me every time. No, you know? it is. <laughs> what I, episode are we on? I appreciate that. I always have to look so I name it the right thing. Otherwise, I'm going to... Yeah, just screw myself over here. Yeah, so 14 or 15, somewhere in the in – the, uh, it's kind of weird. Is it mid-teens or early teens, you know? That's mid-teens, I'd say. But also, like, the teens are 13 through 19. Oh, well, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, you can yeah, catch me saying 11 teen. Yeah, I, I, I don't have a problem with that. But it's just <laughs> – it's, it's an interesting – it's an interesting little uh, conundrum. What is – mid-teens because it's either like 14 or 15 or it's like 17 right yeah i suppose you could be a real asshole with someone and make a point of this <laughs> yeah sure you could you could uh you could make this a sticking point and just have everyone hate you uh-huh. but that doesn't sound super fun yeah um my my few weeks have been good uh actually been seeing other humans a little bit seeing some coworkers outside of work oh shit which is what does that look like how are the news. how are the meetings with the coworkers it's good it's it's been fun to just hang out nothing too crazy has happened just like okay hitting some bars and coming hanging out at an apartment or at our house and went mini golfing once even and you, oh, the first date went well. Oh my gosh, we really struck it off. I think were she you could nervous? Ah, uh, so nervous. My hands were sweating. <laughs> I almost missed the par three. Yeah, yeah, but you almost blew it. But I'm proud of you for hanging in there. <laughs> okay, so potential new friends. Yeah, they're fun people to just hang out and like be easy with. I mean, it's easy talking to other engineers because you can just shit around and stuff that like you don't really have to you think about be an engineer yeah, yeah. exactly but <laughs> it's like two two co-workers and then one of them's got a girlfriend too so the five of us will try and get together once a week or once every other week oh nice just That's mess awesome. around yeah i don't okay. know it's, it's, cool. it's fun there's nothing like deep coming from it we haven't had too many like super real conversations about anything yet to have a heart to heart yeah we don't talk about our emotions we talk a little bit about career plans and life plans but that's about as deep as it goes fair okay totally fair sam actually hung out with a coworker as well wow uh this last weekend obviously i was away but should they went out and sound like they had a wonderful time nice so everybody's making friends. Well, Proud of you guys. I don't know if I go that far. <laughs> hey, it's I got a guy's friend. number this weekend, so I might I might have a new friend too. Oh, hey, hey. there we go. Now that yeah. we're all included, we can we can call it friends. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. I I, I uh, was feeling a little left out, but now I'm going to be all right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Friends is like such a such a broad category. Like you can I. I think a lot of people say like, "Oh, we're friends about something." He's, they almost barely know, and then 
Are you a big acquaintances fan? Yeah. I, no, because that word sucks. <laughs> I don't know. There's no like good word for it, but like I'll still call you a friend too. And like <laughs> that's obviously not comparable at all. Yeah. Yeah. The qualifiers. There's not enough. Like there's not accurate qualifiers necessarily. Yeah. I kind of go around saying like, "Oh, my best friend," all the time. Yeah, or like, yeah. I'm not gonna say around like a barely friend. I don't know. There's, there's just not the right word for it. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's where acquaintances is probably the right word. You know, like someone like I'm, I'm familiar with them, but it also doesn't feel like I don't know real enough. Acquaintances just like someone you see in passing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have anything too crazy to talk about unless you do. Like, I'd love to dive into anything you've got. I've got a few topics that uh, were interesting to me, but that's about it. Yeah. Uh, just start wherever you want. I don't think I have any anything specific to start with. Well, I've had a, I've had a series of kind of odd interactions with people regarding, like, petitions lately. Petitions. There are people fucking everywhere asking Denver residents to sign petitions on like tax stuff and all kinds of shit. Just out of nowhere? It just started? Oh yeah. So I was at Sam and I accidentally walked into a Juneteenth thing. Lit. Obviously on June nineteenth. Like we were, to just, pay, we were just driving to around. pay your respects. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To to beg forgiveness for my whiteness <laughs> through acts of uh, solitude, but we were we were just driving around, like going to a Goodwill to drop off some stuff, and I was peeking down the streets. I was like, "What the fuck? Like, why is that street cordoned off and like has event tents on it?" So we parked, walked over, and sure enough, in in uh. Five points, there was this Juneteenth festival going on. It was <laughs> one, drinks were insanely expensive. You could only buy drinks with drink tickets. Drink tickets were three dollars a piece, and drinks were between three and five drink tickets. Oh my goodness. Yeah. What is this? You think you think I'm is fucking that- paying nine to fifteen dollars to walk around with a drink on my hand at a parade? Is that how no. we're funding reparations now? Is this I'm just a marketing play? And, and I was not doing it. I was not participating. I refused. But that aside, uh, we just kind of, I don't know. We went up and down the streets, saw the vendors. There was going to be music at different parts or different times. So it was kind of cool. And, you know. Yeah, no, it's cool to have a street, just, like, pop street event. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, but that's where... Sam and I were both, for the first time, uh, harangued by signature collectors. First one was uh, lowering property taxes. So it's just, and these are just to like to get measures on the voting ballot. Mm, yeah. And I don't know exactly why they're lowering property taxes or how they're planning to, but you know what? Lower taxes, I'll sign to have that put on the ballot. <laughs> sure. Here we go. I'll I'll get more information once it comes to vote time. You know, I'll figure it out from there. But another one, the other one, which I you know sneakily didn't sign, was uh, 
And, and I had an interesting moment when I was sitting there thinking like, I don't want to, I'm not going to sign this. So there's another thing to be brought forth to the ballot, which was uh, investing in a coronavirus, uh, like uh, post-mortem basically. So like, what were the figures in Denver? Like, how did this work? Like, yada, 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 who was affected, you know, et cetera. Okay. And it was, it was for Denver and Colorado residents. So like, you know, the people that were affected by having more local information. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, I don't fucking care at this point, to be quite honest. Like, I don't fucking care what the numbers were on coronavirus. It doesn't matter to me. But, and I don't want another thing on the ballot for a bunch of fucking morons to spend more money on, you know, Mm -hmm. like that I'm not down with. But then at the same time, I was like, well, it's kind of fucked up to not like want to give people the choice to vote on something because I think they're going to vote wrong. You know? Oh, that's an interesting way of looking at it. Yeah. And that's where I had that thought in that moment. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I like that line of thinking. Like, I don't want this be- measure to even be on the ballot because I think people are going to vote wrong or like differently than myself. For sure. I, that's like, I guess, kind of how government works, though. Like, most things aren't voted on. And I guess it's yeah. kind of, it does take something like a special interest or push to bring it to something like that. Yeah. So that was interesting. And then today, so I guess nine days later, I'm at the grocery store. I'm at King Supers, and this person asked me if I would, or if I if I'd sign this property loan, like property tax lowering petition. And I was like, yeah, yeah, already signed that. So like, oh, did you sign this one? And I was like, yep, already looked at the coronavirus one. Not interested. And then she asked me if I signed another one, and I was like, yep, just because I didn't have an interest in signing uh-huh. it. All right, I'm and then she asked here. if I. Yep, and then she'd ask me if I'd signed this homeless one. And I was like, you know, I haven't. So I, so I, did, I just grabbed the thing because I wanted to read what it was about. Yeah. And it was, it was interesting because it wasn't about requiring money. Like there was no change in money. One of the, one of the, point of the bill was whereas the city of Denver has already the residents of Denver have already voted on appropriating money towards this cause there will be uh-huh. no further financial like significance and the impact of it was <laughs> to make the city in like enforce their camping and public property like laws yeah and then to like move them move the homeless to four what would be four designated places that would have, you know, like electric, running water, etc. Hmm. Yeah, on public land. And I was like, oh, I don't really love the public land thing. But also, if we're going to get the fucking homeless off the streets, it's kind of tempting. No, that's very interesting. This is just like striking me as a very interesting way of doing democracy. Like, suddenly we're I, you know, maybe this comes to nothing and none of these things get voted on and whatever, but it's just like, you know what? Yeah, who we're, knows? We, we're going to just start a bunch of petitions and try to get people to vote on all this shit. Yeah, absolutely. And it was just, it was just weird to me because I was like, I don't think I've ever had an interaction like this where 
like I'm just being hunted down for signatures on various things. Yeah. And that's so, got to be so many people. Like there have to be so many people chasing down signatures. Like a significant portion of the population of Denver is involved in trying to get signatures. And that's, and that's where I decided the next time I get asked for a signature, I'm going to ask who's funding this. That's a great question. You know, like, like where are you guys being paid to collect these signatures? Are you a volunteer group? Who are you volunteering for? Because that I think is significant to me. I saw a great story that the really famous investor, George Soros has been buying a really famous investor. Interesting description of George Soros versus uh, some of his more (laughs) funny interactions. Oh, well, here's a funny one. He's been buying, basically donating overwhelming amounts of money to certain political campaigns, like especially like DAs and like other justice. And basically it's just been like buying different justice reforms that he wants done, I guess, or, or something to that effect where he could basically just, you good, know, you good, can influence good, good. who you want to be, you know, running the show and they get such control that if you do this, distributed enough enough over enough areas like you're effectively just enacting public policies to, on your I win. just run this shit now right it just like completely through the normal process like there's not this is totally not legal interested in the normal process well yep. no but it's totally legal because you could just yeah absolutely. basically buy your way buy your votes to have them put in yeah but that's like i don't know i guess you could say that goes on forever with like oil companies giving campaign donations shit like that like he's just doing it in different places where he thinks he needs a greater impact yeah talk about like the most leveraged effective use of money like you could spend a few million as like an oil company and get like billions or trillions of dollars sent your way oh absolutely it's just amazing and just like a group of people that will look away yeah an important group of people that will look away like right like because it's just a few actual humans where like a million dollars is a big deal of them. So they can just make it happen. Yeah. Also, well, that, I'm going to lose you really quick while I get in the elevator. Okay. But I'll be jumping back in in a second. So do your thing. I can go on a big monologue here. I think the... Uh, Are we back? Yeah, we're back. Fantastic. Circling back to the right. homeless uh, okay. bill, I guess, or signature. That, that's kind of an interesting, interesting that uh, people in the city actually want the laws starting to be enforced, and assumedly those laws will do something about kicking some asses and getting something done about not letting the homeless yeah. just hang out on the streets. And it will definitely. I mean, it's not surprising at all because I mean, it's just a mess. It's an absolute mess. But it was interesting talking to the woman collecting the signatures because she was like, yeah, like I'm from Columbus, Ohio, and in like Columbus, Ohio, like our homeless are taken care of. Like they don't want for anything. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like they should want for a home. Like first and foremost, like let's, let's try and make sure that's still something we're wanting in this scenario, you know? Yeah, right. Like if you have people to call homeless, like clearly something isn't fixed. Like, there's a problem, yes. or those people just really enjoy being homeless. I don't Some know. Like, is that a lifestyle? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly how it all works out, but I guess kind of. It's 
it's interesting. And I know, I think I've either said this on the show where Sam's sister works with home, like some homeless people in San Francisco. And for a lot of people, like the home isn't the priority. Yeah. Finding a home is not what's most important to them. It's like getting this medical procedure or doing this other thing. Like literally not being homeless is not always the number one thing. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. At some point there's such a long list of things. Like it takes a lot to turn it around from having everything against you to being in a place where you're stable enough to just keep the ball rolling on your own. Like that's a lot of fucking resources and efforts and changes in your life. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just, I don't know, it's a very odd situation for me at least. Or like, it's a hard thing for me to understand, obviously, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know what everyone is willing to say the goals are in that scenario, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's just a conversation. Right. That's just a conversation though, that like everyone's way too uncomfortable to have. Yeah. But with this, with this one, I was kind of like, you know, we're already wasting this money. Like this money is currently being wasted in a way that no one is explaining or is not well understood. Certainly by me. So mm-hmm. fuck it. Like, let's let's see what the people think of this resolution would bring you know like maybe this will actually affect the situation in a positive manner Uh uh-huh and it's good to not just have it be like oh let's let's raise some extra money and then see what we can do and then if that doesn't work let's just raise some more money and try some more things it's good to be like all right we're raising the money we're gonna do the thing and then we're going to fucking get some asses moving because we can't yeah, just we already stay have, in idle forever. Absolutely. We already have a quarter of a percent of sales tax dedicated to this. Like, we have it. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to uh, see what that all comes out to. You know? No, I'm fascinated. But. It is interesting. It's, there's There's quite a few problems in the world where... It just sort of feels like it's just everyone's kind of on idle and no one's really willing to try that hard or like the problems are just complicated and I don't know. Everyone's just like throws their hands up and it's like, well, I don't know what to do. Hey, we can definitely just spend money. If we spend money on it, it'll definitely be better. Yeah. Right. Like, let's keep trying the the solutions we know won't work, but we'll just switch it up often enough that no one catches on. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's it's interesting though. So that one made me scratch my head a little bit, but I'm excited to see where it turns out. And I don't. I hope I do get asked to sign those same like four petitions again, so that I can kind of get questions going and ask about what's happening. Hmm. That'd be interesting to have that conversation. I wonder how many duplicate signatures they're gonna get on those. Sure, just well, a dude, a dude asked me as I was walking out of the store, and I should just ignore people. I really should. But this woman came up to me. Her name was Tina. Like, when I was talking to her beforehand at the store, and I was like, oh, Tina's, like, just a lovely lady. Like, I'll talk to her, and I don't want to be a dick. Like, I literally had my car door open, and I was just sitting, like, gathering my shit. Yeah. And she comes up to me while I'm sitting in my car door, and it's like, hey, like, have you signed a petition? I was like, <laughs> no, but... 
you know, I'll play the game or I'll right. see what you got. The guy who asked me when I was leaving the store, uh, I was so close to ignoring him because I had my headphones in so close to ignoring him. But then I was like, dude, I already signed this shit. Like, and just kept walking, never stopped. Uh-huh. But they had in the parking lot of King Supers, they had four people and they had another woman outside oh, on the corner. Wow. Like, it's a legitimate operation. It's, oh, for sure, an operation. Yeah, I'm sure there's strategy. Like, just imagine the behind the scenes on like that. Like, there's many people whose jobs it are to like figure out the logistics and the strategies for these people. And then, like, there's a whole chain yeah, of who command. Who are you? Like, where is your money? What is going on? Like, are you all just volunteering or is this just something that, like, you're legitimately being paid for? Yeah, I'm sure it's mostly volunteer, but someone's getting paid. Like, I'm sure a lot of people are getting paid to figure this out and run the show. It's it's wild. Someone has to be. Someone has to be being paid. And I want to know who and I want to know why. And I want to know where the money's coming from. <laughs> yeah. That could only make the United States better if we more clearly showed where the money is coming from when it gets into politics or anything related. And honestly, you want to talk about something that I'm okay with like a requirement being? If you're going to collect petitions, you have to tell me who you are, what you are, and where your money's coming from. If you're going to do anything politically, you have to tell me who you are, what you are, and where the money's coming from. Yeah, like I that's agree. just on its face. You have to tell me that, or I see, like we aren't having a conversation, and that's not a legal signature. Yeah, I see no argument against that. Absolutely none. Right? Like just again, just what, the people. What, the what only people who would argue against sense it sense in that scenario. Right. The only people who could possibly come up with a bad argument against it would be the people who that hurts in some way, because then they yeah, can't get the their people who are trying to do something done. shady as shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I don't know. I would I would love to see that. Shit, I might start a petition myself. Hell yeah. Sign a Get petition too. Super game. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No shit. I'll have to uh, once I know who's organizing them and why, maybe I'll go to them and be like, "Yo, I need this to be petitioned mm-hmm. and I don't have the money to support it, but I would like if you could get your volunteers together." I'm you sure. Shit load of clipboards. I'm sure there's a whole group. Like there's probably like a Facebook group of just like four higher petitioners like just practiced yeah, at probably. hounding people down. Yeah. Yeah. And talk about something I would not do well. Like, I hate bothering people. And because I, I know how much it annoys me. Yeah. And I like, respect to be my own time so much. Political bullshit. Yeah. Like, I respect my time so much that, like, I can't imagine not respecting other people's time like that. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, we'll see. I'll, I'm interested to see how long this lasts. And I'm very interested in why it's happening now. I've mm-hmm. never seen this before. It's not like I've been here forever, but I've been here for two years. Yeah, something happened behind the scenes for sure. Like this isn't just an yeah, organic. Something is happening. Like, oh, we're all reached a breaking point at the same time. Yeah, like we we all just felt and we just felt compelled to petition for lower property taxes. <laughs> I mean. If that's the case, fuck yeah, my people. But like, did we? You just I find sp- that stunning, if true. <laughs> you just have to spit it and say that it's disproportionately harming lower income people. Guaranteed. Hey man, win. this. Yeah, you have no idea how negative this is for the LGBTQIA plus whatever. <laughs> yeah. 
like it's specifically targeting them in a discrimination act. Yeah, that's and we that's clearly don't know. We don't need reasons why, because if you question, no, you're a bigot. Oh, right. That's a full stop. Like discussion over. Like I said my line, and now we can't discuss it anymore because otherwise you're a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I brought up the trans people. I win. Yeah. I, brought, I brought up how it's harming the trans people. Don't fucking question it from this point forward. <laughs> just, just be it's a like strategy. Every- just like everywhere you go, just like shout it out first. <laughs> I forget what the term is, but we talked about it in a philosophy class. We're like, at 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 a certain point, every argument carried on at length, like Hitler's brought up in, and the person who brings <laughs> up Hitler first, like loses or whatever. Like it was, it was an interesting, <laughs> it was an interesting converse. It was an interesting like societal thing. I don't really remember what it was called though. That's interesting. Just someone breaks and compares the other person to Hitler, or just or like, makes yeah, some like horrible analogy. Like Nazi Germany, and it's like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, it's always terrible, right? But like, you're just way off track at this point. <laughs> yeah, there was this, there was a big thing going around Twitter yesterday, like a professor basically saying like Stalin wasn't such a bad guy. <laughs> like, well, wow. look, look, look what he did for the life expectancy in Russia. I'm sure that's what those starving Ukrainians would love to be told. We're stealing your crops so that other people can live longer. Right. I'm Don't sure we it. had real statistics coming out of the Soviets. I'm sure there is no propaganda there. And like, guys, also, not to say that the U.S. is without, not to say the U.S. is without flaw, but we managed to do it without genociding our own citizens generally. I mean, Native Americans kind of aside. That's a definitely gray area in that conversation, but not quite like the the Russians and the Chinese did. Oh, boy. Talk about two groups that are just legendary in terms of the ways that they've treated their citizens. It just like, yeah, I don't know, like there's like proportionally, there's barely any backlash against them. Like, sure, people in the U.S. hated the Russians for a while or just, like, terrified <laughs> of them, I guess. But, like, not because we were like, hey, stop killing tens of millions of people for no reason. But, like, because we were scared no. they were going to come, like, I don't know, launch nukes at us or yeah, something. Yeah, like the red wave was going to come to, like, yeah, America or somewhere yeah, significant. Right. Like Cuba, like, you know? like Hey, all of you are pieces of utter shit. What are you doing? Right, it's the same thing with people that talk about like Cuba's literacy rate. It's like like that that absolves all things. Like you fucking psychos. Yeah, like how are we ta- how are we having this conversation? It, it it I don't understand. I don't understand how we how people are okay with those conversations. But you know whatever. I don't know. It probably makes the professor feel better about himself because he probably recognizes like Stalin meant well. Like, he was completely delusional, but I guess he meant well, and he didn't think for himself at all, but he meant well, and the professor probably sees that in himself. He's like, I have these idealistic visions. Like, when it comes to someone like Stalin, I I don't even know if I can hear the argument, he meant well. Did he? Well, I don't know. What's he for a crazy person to mean well? Yeah. Like, a serial killer probably means well in some sense of the word. Yeah, quote unquote means well. Right. Yeah, I I don't know. It's a it's an interesting, yeah. Because I feel like you get into the perversions of that concept very quickly. 
of what means well means and how that's executed. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't know how comparable that's just like, next we're going to be talking about how the, like the United States, like meant well with slavery or something because it had a positive outcome for us in some way. How like, could how could those savages possibly vote? Yeah, you know, at the time we thought they were they weren't learned or they were incapable of learning. So of course we meant well by not giving them that ability. Right. We're taking we care of the country. We catapulted our economy forward and raised the standard of living for our average citizen. Like, what are we talking about? Like, this isn't justified. Yeah. No, no, yeah, and it's it's such a people. I don't understand why people want to justify deaths of millions. Why do you want to be able to say like, well, but actually, that's not a but actually moment. Don't do that. No, Don't we're done. Do that. Why, why can't we just you say don't have to. there was a way to do that that didn't involve anyone being a mass murderer? Like, there's always a way, and it's not that tricky. Like, yeah, let's, let's focus on that point. And this guy clearly didn't do it that way. And we know no. that for a fact. And he didn't try very hard you know? either. Like he just he no. he signed up for an ideology, and he said, and he "I will not." And he stuck to it. I will not sway from this, except if it makes me <laughs> more of a dictator. Yeah, absolutely in stone, just unshakable. Yeah, it's and, and like well, and the, the professor was like, "Well, like his his contribution just like ideas around Marxism." You had an idea about a ridiculous economic. Uh, concept and that justifies deaths of millions like some say tens of millions are you sure it, it makes are you we a little sure? sad yeah it's just without the, know, without the red army world, like world war ii never would have been won they were on the bad guy's side for half of it uh, then they would not have been part of the allied powers had hitler not tried to turn his back on them. Like, Absolutely. that's not how that worked. Russia was not the good guys in that scenario. Let's just, let's just white out the history we don't want to, we don't want to see right now. We'll just bold the stuff that uh, supports our point. Yeah, it's, it's a fascinating approach to uh, just engagement with these ideas. It, it really is a fascinating, <laughs> it, like, it's actually fascinating <laughs> watching people behave that way isn't it like it's like it yeah, really makes you so wonder because it, it, it feels so unnecessary you don't have it, to be like this and it just feels so different like is their experience of the world like that different like do they they think they're right the way that i think i'm right like do they have a similar experience yeah, must, with these ideas must. as like like oh okay i've sat down and thought this through and like this feels very logical and makes sense to me i'm not just trying to sell something for a point like this is what i think like are they really like is that where they're at too because that's fascinating yeah it's it is fascinating i don't i don't i don't know but and that's so to to take that one step further like our current some of the current situations with race like approaches to race like mm -hmm. where you're seeing like PowerPoints saying that, you know, like one of the things that's a part of white supremacy is like the white thought culture where logic is so highly valued. Right, right. And it's like, okay, so like, so you literally don't care about logic or like that is a thought process. 
which is so like, I don't even know how to reconcile a conversation with you then. Yeah. I mean, that's almost a case of differing values. So I mean, it's almost like bordering on where religion comes in where it's like, you, know, you and I are in such different places. I don't, I literally don't know if we can reconcile these ideas, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. No, like, I don't know even... how to square a thought out process with you. If you don't, want to or if you're not interested in a thought out process like, i don't know where to go from here right right because I mean, you have to have some sort of common starting point like we 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 almost need like a, a shared goal of what we're trying to accomplish or some you know something that's important to us and if we can't come together on a single thing I, I, like how are we living in the same society certainly and how can we possibly get to like common ground. How can we get to common ground if I want to assess the ideas within a logical framework and you're saying that that's dumb and doesn't matter? And actually by doing that, I'm part of the problem. Hmm. And I think probably if you went and actually had a face-to-face conversation with them, like they, you'd probably be able to have a conversation without like too much hardship. I'm assuming... Even though they claim to not care so much about logic, I'm sure when you actually heard them talk and think through ideas, I'm sure like it'd be not that different than the way we care about logic. But it, yeah, it really I, would be I, interesting I, to see. I don't know. And, and, yeah, I mean, because you've already got enough of, enough problems in the sense of like how people use logic and how people like understand it or how they're thinking their thought process works like it's already hard enough enough to generally reconcile that Mm -hmm. but then to put in the framework where like no i'm actually saying i don't care about this now what are we doing yeah yeah right and then it comes back to the the empathy thing or put it trying to imagine yourself as them or just trying to imagine them as a person similar to yourself and figure out what the fuck is going on in their head or what the fuck they're thinking. Yeah. Just and and then because you have to, you have to approach this in a completely different way than you might even like, like you have to rewire your thought process. Oh yeah. You have to Which like, is way step outside of yourself and outside of what you're comfortable, the way you're thinking of it. And it's almost one of those cases where, the first conversations, like you just have to accept it's not going anywhere. We just need to figure out a little bit more about where we're starting from. And like maybe the fourth or fifth conversation, we can actually get to the topic that I want to discuss. And that's, it was fun talking with my uncle this weekend when we were traveling. Cause I was like, explained to him, I was like, dude, we like, you literally need to adapt your language uh, to have a lot of these conversations to be talking mm-hmm. the same language, to be speaking like your words are not the words that you think mean this, mean this to other people. Right. And your approach to conversation uh, has to be so different in the sense of like, you can't, you, you can't offend someone's sensibilities like with your approach. And it's not just, you can like speak your points in your piece and then be done. You have to actively try to frame things in a way that these people will understand, which mm. is kind of hard because you literally have to rejigger your language. 
Yeah. Do you feel, I don't know, do you feel that a lot? Like with most people, do you see any divides? I thought that a lot in college, like with a, with a fair amount of the fig girls. Yeah. Like I, think, I literally had to change. I had to very much alter my approach to conversation and argument. Yeah. This is like if I wanted to have a conversation. Very potentially overtly sexist. But I definitely feel that way. Overtly sexist. Well, Sean, are we going to pretend like that there's not a difference between men and women just in general? <laughs> no, we're not going to pretend that because we're not wrong. But hey, man, we're not we're not stupid people. Yeah, exactly. We're not kidding ourselves. No, I definitely feel we that. Understand that biological differences are very real. <laughs> no, well, it's just because we value science for the betterment Amen. of the world. Yeah, if we only valued other things, the world would get better spontaneously and magically. But exactly. it, I do. Amen. I have noticed, like certainly in my life, there's. For me, there's a very clear distinction where I feel that exact thing talking with women compared to talking more with, like, my guy friends. Like, you're definitely, it, you have to speak more of a different language, or at least I do. And I think, I don't know, maybe that's, maybe that's a bit of a divide there where, like, I don't know. I don't have in my head the same stereotype stereotype of like the liberal woke male the way that I do the liberal woke female for some reason. And I, I, I'd be interested in like a breakdown of that ideology or ide- yeah, ideology demographically. Yeah. Because it's going to be stunningly white first and foremost. But second, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I'd be interested to see like the male-female divide. I guess, I don't know. I, mu- I mean, you must... I'm sure there's plenty of liberal woke males like on the West Coast or whatever. But like for some reason it's so much easier for me to see like the necessity of being much more cautious and intentional with the language in order simply to have a discussion that's in any way to, productive. To continue, like to carry on the conversation. Yeah. Because like, like, like just to let it happen. That conversation will end. Yeah. That right. Conversation just shut will down. End. Right. For sure. Yeah. And like have no potential of continuing. Like at in that moment, like very much not have a potential for continuing. Like you have to come back later and like tiptoe into it again. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to rehash this at a later date. I don't know. I don't know. That's a, that's generally fair, but I, and I don't know. And I don't know if that just like comes from like our experiences being overtly, like, I don't know if that's something we've selected into, you know? Yeah. No, I don't know. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's something that we would have self-selected into like, having conversations with those types of women. Like, I don't know if those are the types of of women we, for some reason, typically engage with, you know, like I, there's a lot of variables at play here. Oh, absolutely. I don't, I am absolutely confident that I don't have a large enough sample size of the people I've interacted with for me to be any at all confident with dividing people up that way. But it is just sort of like a personal anecdote. But it is, it is a, it's an interesting standout observation. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it seems consistent. 
across both of our interactions, although a lot of them have been similar, but in some ways, a lot of the way we've interacted has been pretty different with different groups. Yeah, I don't and know. that's where I don't know, like, like, I and I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It is that is interesting. That's a, that's an interesting addition to this conversation that I hadn't really considered, but I'm intrigued by. Hmm. Yeah, like I'd love to have a conversation with, like, in my my view, like, just the naive liberal male. I guess, like, I don't know. Maybe it just plays out differently that I don't notice it the same way. I guess thinking about it more. In in college, Aaron was always much more liberal than I was. Yeah, but But I was never going to be... I was never going to feel like... Yeah, like, I can't discuss this with you or, like, you're going to be totally unreasonable or like like you're gonna come from he's never gonna come from somewhere so different that we can't speak the same language without like we don't have to think about it still yeah yeah i don't i don't know that is that's fascinating i'll I'll have to reflect on that and and now i'm thinking about like like experiences in my lab and stuff like with my professor and some of the people like in her lab that Uh were generally women but like also She's a she's a woman who like clearly believes in like a somewhat sexist United States society and, and like empowering women within her own world. So like that's going to contribute to bringing women, especially like selected women, into her group yeah. that I then engaged with. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe we just don't have the right sample size or. I don't know. But then also like having conversations with her, I was always like, sometimes, sometimes it'd get a little crazy weird. And sometimes she'd just be like, yeah, this is dumb. You know? uh Yeah. No, I'd be very, I mean, that's just interacting with anybody at any time. Like, yeah, I don't know. It'd be fascinating to get the statistics on like Facebook or Twitter about the kinds of people. It's just making the, that just like the seemingly airheaded posts, just like complete ideologue. It'd be very interesting to yeah, see. Like, why are down. you the way you are? And yeah. who are you? I don't know. There's got to be some trend somewhere. Maybe there's none. Maybe it's just everybody. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it is just everybody. But don't make, don't make me too sad, uh, Sean. <laughs> Not everybody. But I don't know. <laughs> we can moving on to something I thought was very funny and still slightly related. Did you see the YouTube star who came out as trans nationality? I think he came out as trans as well, or they came out as trans. Sorry to miss pronoun. But if they is even their preferred pronoun, who the fuck knows anymore? But they came out as trans. trans and Korean even though they're either like I think they're American or Turkish or something haven't we been waiting for this like I'm joking about it constantly like we've been joking about this constantly for probably since freshman year of of college certainly yeah this is wonderful I'm so excited about this yeah I did not see it people claiming to be Korean and then like like calling out woke hypocrisy about how they're not treating him like as he is, you know? Hell yeah. Which is just electric. 
Do you think he's like it, or they are I can't serious tell. about it? Yeah, I can't tell. I literally yeah, have no idea. I don't know. know if we're trolling or not. Which, like, I think either outcome is equally probable, you know? And equally entertaining. Certainly. Certainly equally entertaining. Yeah, I'm not... I, I'm not I'm not convinced he's not trolling, but I'm also not convinced he is trolling. Do you think... So I don't know what... I, the woke hypocrisy will ever, like, break the, the wokeness? Because... The wokeness is so hypocritical of itself constantly. And it's so comical. Well, for sure. And it's like it's like not even hard anymore to just point out the obvious contradictions. Like this one, like Haley and I were talking about it before. Like you're supposed to be able to have, you know, like whoever you like and be attracted to whoever you're attracted to, but as soon as you're like not attracted to trans people or not attracted to a certain ethnicity, like now you're just a total bigot, right? Like yeah. clear hypocrisy. That, and it's like, I mean, people people love this. I mean, I've seen this argument before, where it's like, like the idea that, like, you as a man would be attracted to a trans woman is like fucked up and transphobic. No, is obviously not. Obviously not, because like, you're obviously about? actually allowed to be attracted to whoever you want for whatever reason you want. And like, I'm a straight man that doesn't mean I'm attracted to every fucking woman in the world yeah obviously right but it's just this kind of like it's so comical because it's it really does make me just laugh out loud sometimes and i almost don't want it to disappear but like well i don't (laughs) know maybe it would like maybe like at some point everyone just goes like oh okay like you've we've made such a farce of it by being like transnationality that they just no one respects them anymore. Maybe I don't know. I, I don't know. It's it's odd. It's odd, and it I I it's such an interesting movement because it is so set up to just be a situation where like you have to accept someone no matter what ridiculous crazy shit they're saying. You have uh-huh. to like you, like you have, to be have to based on, on how you set this up for yourself. Yeah, like on Monday With morning, everything you get a, and anything. You get a newsletter of like what we're promoting this week and what we believe in this week. And then you just post that repeatedly for the week. And then like the next week you get a whole new set of things to be completely convinced of. And then you go promote them. It's just, it's really wonderful. I mean, and we're, we are, we have to be on the border of, we, we have to be on the border of, uh, trans species. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get ahead of I'm it. I'm dead serious. No, let's like, get ahead like, of no, it. No, Sonny was ahead. Sonny's already been ahead of it. Oh, Always okay. Sonny in Philadelphia. Dennis's wife, like, like became a cat. <laughs> like, she went through a reverse nippleectomy to get more nipples. <laughs> Shout out to Sonny. Haven't seen the episode, that's but it sounds electric. It, it always is. But that's what I'm saying. Like, like that has to, like, that's that's the next boundary. That's the next border. That's like the final frontier, you know, space. The <laughs> final frontier. I mean, like, I think the point is... This is in the future, I'm, is it not? I don't know. Do you think that's the point of the episode? Is like the point of the episode to say, like, this is clearly going down a path of so ridiculous at some point we'll catch ourselves? I don't, <laughs> I don't think so, but they're obviously commenting on, like, on how, how ridiculous this fucking scenario well, is. Well, they're obviously... Yeah. I mean, I guess... 
trans species that'd be but pretty also, easy like, to do with you like filters have to be commenting on that you know it seems so obvious like it's it's pretty low-hanging fruit in terms of jokes yeah like ugh, that's just but, but that's seriously hilarious. legitimately I, what is left i think so like it'll probably happen i'd i'd take that wager like Definitely someone I mean, will come got, out as trans species. We've already seen issues with people describing themselves as like transracial. Like identifying as black as a white person. Of course. There's bound to happen. And it's so fascinating because so much of these things are based on like lived experience. That like and and that's what makes like being transracial as a white person pretending to be black so offensive like like you can't have had the experience like to well, claim right. that you're black but then like how can you claim to be a woman as a man who's never had those experiences it, it's it's a weird thing that people don't get caught up in in that world all the time they get caught up in it sometimes but not all the time uh-huh. which i find so strange it's i i think it it's just it's a perfect case of what works for them in their heads is just focusing on the super small local things like it makes sense like in a very small region of space in their heads like as long as you don't make the comparison to another area it just makes sense because it feels right and it feels logical to me what i see it what the way i see it is it's a fascinating case of like literally looking at everything case by case yeah and not like, looking at other cases there's simultaneously. There's no sense in stringing them together. Right. Like we're just looking at this case by case. Like we don't hold more than one thing in our head at a time. We just take the one no. thing and make and make a value judgment about it. And I find that such a fascinating thing that like, like we literally just we 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 how are you so able to separate case by case and not like find a pattern? Like you're working opposite of your brain to be able yeah. to do this. Yeah. To not be drawing comparisons, to not be like trying to make connections between things. Like you're literally doing anti your brain's nature. And that's incredible. Yeah, I think it, it kind of comes back to what we were talking about before and maybe even long, long time ago in the one episode about like the the need for people to be like empathetic and like caring about other people being so strong that they're willing to jump through these hoops and like the you know for them it's like they're literally trying to do the thing that is the right thing and what makes everyone feel good and feel confident in themselves and their identities and somehow it morphs into this like ridiculous situation where you can just simultaneously state two things that are completely contradictory but like not notice or not care. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a completely fascinating world framework within which like people are completely comfortable operating, Mm -hmm. you know? And I, I don't hate parts of it. Like I, I find myself doing the same thing. Like I want people to enjoy their lives and feel good about themselves, but it's, yeah, of course. But it's it's like that last little bit that's like suddenly we're in this weird world that seems co- totally fabricated. 
And it's it's such a it's such a like to me twisted way of trying to achieve people enjoying their lives. Like it's such a weird way to just say like, yo, being grounded in reality or reason is the worst way to try and enjoy your life and get the most out of your experience. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating to me. Yeah, for but, me, it know. just breaks down because it just doesn't work long term, and that's where it. I'm just I get off off the train or stop drinking the Kool Aid because it's like, well, I see where this is going, and it, you know, down the road, like these ideas stop working together, and then we end up in a very bad place. But it's it's yeah, almost like where like for you, it's so easy to draw like the connection of like, well, this is where this is where this becomes incongruent with reality, like yeah. literally incongruent like, with reality. And then it goes to the place of this is actively now bad for people and far, far, far yeah. worse like, for society. It's causing harm. Yeah, it's yeah. causing harm where like in the short term, like sure, we all feel good about it. But in the long term, this is going to be bad. And so that's not why I'm on board. But it's almost like just the obsession with like this is what's right, right here, right now in front of my face. And I don't care about anything else. And honestly, you know, shit, I'll, I'll take this moment to say the ability to actively work counter to your brain's nature is such a wonderful thing humans are capable of. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an incredible thing that is used so often in such a positive way by the human race. But then in times like this, it's like, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> like, what are we talking about? So do you think we should just get out ahead of it and go trans species and see how many YouTube videos we can get? <laughs> oh God. Oh Lord. We would, I, 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 we quickly find ourselves in a situation where like we'd legitimately have to be doing like body altering surgeries to stay dedicated to the cause. Oh, I think, I think we could come up with a plan like trivially, trivially easily to keep convincing people that we were serious about it. Like, really? just, even without going to the point of like literally altering your body. You could say you're on certain pills or something and just like take sugar pills. I, you know, I, I, I don't think we have to do like surgeries. I think you just stick like the filter out, right? Like you just, every photo is just like, the progression of the filter like if i'm going to transition to a jaguar like i just start growing whiskers and like the face patterns and yeah like i think it i think we could do it with minimal dysmorphia interesting okay i'd be i'd be down with for minimal dysmorphia you know sure (laughs) just start wearing a costume around (laughs) exactly I don't know. Yeah, that would be. And dude, how much money do you think we could make? Like, we have to wear these costumes because we can't afford like our full transition. Yeah, a GoFundMe. <laughs> Just we consulted the local, the top of the line, uh, trans species doctor for felines. Trans species experts, exactly. And uh, the the operation costs a million dollars. So it's pretty steep. <laughs> it turns out it's kind of hard. 
to add a few nipples and a tail and which species would you want to transition like if you could fake transition to a species which one would you go with (laughs) ah man probably a bird I'd, i'd like to try flying for a while but then like like but also like let's stay grounded in reality you're literally never be able to fly sean and you're going to have oh, to do okay. some, like, batshit stuff where you're trying to hollow out your balls. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, okay, we're doing just <laughs> surface transition. So, hmm, hollow out my bones. Yeah, I need to develop a whole new surgery technique <laughs> to complete my transition. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. So what are you, what are you going to do? Large, large cat sounds like a good plan or. I mean, you could probably hmm. do a dog. You could like file your teeth. <laughs> or a wolf. Yeah. yeah. That'd probably market well to people. Maybe I do like trans species, trans fictional species, like become an elf. You know? Yeah. 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 Like, no, that's for sure. Make my idea. ears pointy shit like that. Or dwarf, like grow out the facial hair. I don't know yeah, how you're exactly. gonna shrink. I don't know if I'd want to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a tough one. That's a tough transition <laughs> to be to be sure. I don't I don't know. Ugh, this is such a fucking dumb conversation. I love that people do this. Like, I love the people. Like, I don't know. It's so mind boggling that people are very real when they're discussing these things. Yes. But, I'm glad, that, I'm glad people are. That's a real story that gets traction. Like YouTube star. Yeah. Like what year are we living in where YouTube star transitions to a new nationality? Like I, that's a story. Yeah, it is. Like the think of, of the Lord number of hours. Like how many thousands or millions of hours of human time? were spent reading and thinking about this story. Like, just utterly mind-boggling. 100%. 100%. What's his name here? Let me see. It's... Let me see if I can find, just first and foremost, a trend on Twitter. First, yeah, you need trend to find out how they identify so we can respect them. Yeah, let me see here. We've got to go to... I think his first name's Ollie. Ollie London. My transition story and how I became a Korean is his ta- is his pin tweet, and it's a link to a YouTube video. Hmm. Influencer identifies as Korean after undergoing multiple plastic surgeries. <laughs> Eighteen wow. surgeries to look like BTS singer Sean. 18. 18. British, they British they only have 40,000 followers. I'm Korean. Where'd the money come yeah, this from? Person had, I Is don't this know. like UK I don't know what their, what's their YouTube look like? Healthcare? Yeah. Dude, and he's retweeting shit like from the Federalist, which says leftist logic. You can have surgery to change your sex, but not your race. Like, dude, <laughs> I don't think they're pro UB, like all this. 
He's literally including Korean and LGBTQI plus K. Incredible. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Oh that is top tier. He's, he's going to be a comedian one day because I think he's well on his way. That's hilarious. Trans Look rights are this. human rights. I support all LGBTQI plus K community and believe everyone should be able to be who they want to be. I'm going to be so sad if it turns out that he's actually, like, just confused. That would be devastating. Holy shit. Holy shit. Keep fight. What? Who is this person? Nonpartisan singer and... This person, Louis the cellist. Nonpartisan singer and cellist. Sis, he, him. Hashtag basic income. Hashtag black lives matter. Hashtag stop Asian <laughs> hate. Is his bio. My views range from progressive to conservative. And his tweet to Ollie was... Well, one, Ollie tweeted, trust the science with like a praise hands emoji, a Korean flag and a DNA emoji. Absolutely (laughs) incredible. Uh, And this guy tweeted, keep fighting for your identity, Ollie. It's pretty shocking that the same people on the left that support the LGBT transgender community engage in hateful attacks towards transracial Ollie London. I'll bet they think they're tolerant. LOL. Talk about hypocrites. Live and let live. (laughs) This is bringing me endless, just laughs. Since 2013. I mean, homie's now tweeting war on the woke. This is beautiful. exceptional. Wait, wait. So he tweets, I'm officially, wait, wait, my neo-pronouns, K-O-R slash E-A-N plus (laughs) J-I slash Finn. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's one of the funniest tweets I've ever seen in my whole life. And then Dude, made, uh, made a Korean flag that's flag, a rainbow the Korean flag. flag. Is incredible. The Korean flag is incredible. Just beautifully done. Them, they, Korean. <laughs> One of his tweets today is, I love, and, I love and respect Korea with all my heart. I just want the Korean people to know that I will always champion our country and promote and support Korean culture always. help me speak out against the injustice i am facing the racism the transphobia from the woke mob at sean hannity at tucker carlson (laughs) i was actually born in the wrong body oh man i will take a dna test live on american tv if i have to prove myself what are we talking about And also, like, dude, Korea's not a race. Why are you saying transracial? Korea's not a race. Is it, the Koreans aren't a race. Oh, Korean man, you, is nationality. You know you what did it. What are you talking about? A white you know person you did it when Ben Shapiro retweets you. <laughs> dude, dude, him and Ben Shapiro are literally, like, had a back and forth today. Oh, yeah? It's unbelievable. Like, a legitimate, like, four-tweet back and forth situation. His bigotry but, during Pride Month of all times is just disturbing reminder of just what trans Koreans face. Oh my goodness. He is having so much fun. It's one of the most electric tweets of all time. Oh, see this? Okay, I'm I'm again just thrilled that this is... I'm like actually, actually agreeing that this is what we should spend our time on. I'm going back on what I said before about how amazing it is that people spend their time with this. This is hilarious. 
spend one hundred fifty thousand. It seems like a lot. Being transracial because you are born in the wrong body. And Ben Shapiro tweets or quotes it with only clapping emoji, bigots clapping emoji, disagree. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. And they're all just like surgery pictures. (laughs) And this other guy retweeted it said, can somebody who accepts that this individual is quote unquote non-binary Please explain to me why that makes sense to you and is and is acceptable, but it is not okay for this person to be Korean? Question mark. I <laughs> please add transracial to the LGBTQI plus flag at uh, the LGBTQ plus History Month. I know there are millions of underrepresented transracial people in the world, and I want to elevate their voices and help them live their truth and be themselves. Millions? Millions, dude. They just haven't come out yet. They're scared. They're in the closet. I mean... Life what is... would be the number one transracial group? If if What would be the number one transracial yeah. group? Mm. Mm. There's a, that's a good question. I want to say... I want to say white people transitioning to not be white because to of how shaped they are to be white. But who would the number one like transition group be to? I mean, if I could get the athleticism, I'd be black. Yeah, for sure. Black's just like such a weird like racial group. Like I don't know. It doesn't make sense that we still no. None of it makes sense. Group. None of it makes sense. None of it makes any sense. No, absolutely like, not. The the very idea. Like, would you just stop and consider it for a second? Like the very idea of grouping a group of people together and calling them black is just like completely insane like i understand like sure korean like if you're literally from the countries with korea in the name like all right and like pretty sure we can call you it's totally fine it's totally fine to be white in korea that doesn't make you not korean yes korea is a fucking nationality we're very confused by saying this is transracial yes completely just doesn't make sense what no like dude ollie homie go move to korea and you will be korean that's be korean then all right. it takes like or that's I, maybe all it takes you don't maybe have you have to, to get anything else. like citizenship i don't know like maybe there's a line there but yes just like this is about again, living in a place it. or identifying as that's from a all place nationality is to, to to claim the term korean or german or a Brazilian, all you have to do is live there. That's right. it. Or like that's all members you of your family coming from there. If and if that's important to you, call it for call yeah. yourself that. Yeah, like I've got Germanic heritage. Right, you could call I yourself still German. Be tough if you'd like. to call myself a German. I mean, but be, I have German like stock. Fairly so inaccurate to just throw German I, as the I only word. Completely. If I was to describe myself as German. A hundred out of a hundred people would assume I'm from Germany and nothing less. Yes. Or nothing that, more, nothing less. Right. Or that your parents like explicitly came from Germany and like maybe had you soon after. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. I <laughs> I don't know. It's absolutely incredible. But I'm just glad that we've officially gotten to this point. I'm just glad we've gotten to this point. 
Oh, maybe the, maybe oh, the dominoes oh, are God. falling. Oh my God! Wow, listen to this string of tweets. This is three days ago. I'm calling out the all caps woke mob. These people that always preach about liberalism, tolerance, and respecting others, but are the same people sending me thousands of death threats, telling me to take my own life, and bullying me because they don't agree with who I am. Hypocrisy. How come all the woke mob will devote their time to threatening and bullying me for being non-binary but won't speak out about human rights abuses in China? How come the all caps woke are silent on China's concentration camps, clamp down on democracy in Hong Kong or oppressed in Tibet? China has 1.5 million ethnic minority Muslim Uyghur people in concentration camps where they torture and kill these innocent people. This is a crime against humanity. But why don't the same people who spend all day tweeting their woke views uh, against me speak up again, speak up again, real issues? I assume that against real issues. You want to talk about actual racism? Why don't you ask the Chinese Communist Party what they are doing to 1.5 million Uyghur Uyghur being held in horrifying conditions in concentration camps in Xinjiang because of their ethnicity? That is racism. Speak out against that woke mob. (laughs) I mean like – I don't disagree at all with anything that's being said there. It's amazing that it takes someone doing this shit to say it. Or like, like yeah. it, it's just stunning that we needed this to happen to get to this being a talking point, you know? Or like, is this, is this stunt all about, I don't know. It's hard to see what that person is doing. And that's why, what I'm saying, dude. I, good for and them. That's what I was trying to explain earlier. I have no concept of no how idea. real this is. Like literally none. I just go equal equal probability between like a poor, confused person that with questionable mental health and someone who's doing it on purpose as a troll and someone who's like just like too far deep into the the wokeness and confused and thinks it's a cool thing to do. I don't know. And that's where I think, I don't know. Well, that's where I think people that are intelligent that disagree with these concepts, take issues. Like, dude, I, when I'm having disagreements about this, I'm literally concerned about people's mental health. Like that's it. I don't fucking care. Live and let live is very much my world, but people with mental health issues need help. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I mean, there's plenty of people who just like, hate the concept of men becoming women, you know, and that's like, that's just not right. That's not what I'm saying at all. I just think we need to be aware of people's literal mental health situations before we can do things like this. Yeah. And the idea that you can ask someone or like if the person's, you know, feels good about it, then it's the right thing. Like it's just total nonsense because we know for Absolutely. a fact that people change their minds and will later look back on their lives and go, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. I wish I hadn't done that. Like that's the most yeah, common absolutely. story you'll ever hear. And the idea that in the moment they know what's best for them at all times, no matter what they're doing. And we shouldn't question Especially that. Especially when you're a fucking teenager. Right. Or, when a, you're or doing a child. Something, right. Like if the person was getting blackout drunk Every single day, I would hope to God someone would come and say something about it and say, hey, are you sure this is what you want to be doing? Yeah. And are you in a place where like you're like you're able to make the right decisions or or right. thoughtfully consider all options? 
I guess is a better way to describe that. It you seems know? pretty straightforward. I don't think anybody's confused about it who is a is thinking critically about it, but I don't I know. I can't imagine why they would be, but also here we are. Here we fucking are, dude. <laughs> it's something. It is something. But, you know, it's it's entertaining. It's fun. And oh, it's, it's interesting. Hilarious. It's definitely was, interesting. That was one of the funniest things I've seen on the internet. In <laughs> you had a lot time. more fun with that than you thought you were going to. Yeah. I I don't know. Twitter is a very disappointing place most of the time. Like, no, it's Twitter, one of the most toxic places in literally the entire world. Not only toxic, but people act like it's going to be like, at least it's like entertaining and interesting. But a lot of the time it's just like, it's just dull. Like the people saying things, like they're not funny. They're not smart. Like they're just being mean a lot of the time. And then once in a while, the best parts of the internet. Sean, Sean, the 85 year old grandma chiming in. They're just yeah. being mean. No, like, yeah, I mean, you're that's right. all you're there right. is to it. Like, <laughs> you're, like, you're not right. even funny. Like, most people aren't that funny either. Yeah, you're so just being when a you're dick. Being, when you're being a dick and thinking you're funny, but you're not one of the people who are actually funny, like, then we've got a real problem, and that's most of the people. <laughs> and then you get something just sure. true gold from the internet, and it's like, this is this is exactly what we all, like, think about when we think about the internet, like, just misty-eyed like the most amazing place, like that sort of thing. Yeah, no, you like for every, and that's where like, like honestly for me, for every, like it's 95 to five terrible moments on Twitter to like the five that are just genuine gold. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like there are 95 things that I hate and wish I hadn't like been involved in seen or participated, just like, like participated just by being around. Yeah. Yeah. But those five, those five are an addiction. Just a pure spike of dopamine, like the highest one you'll get, like 100%. absolutely the drug. Yes. Yeah. And just like, this is the best shit in the world. I'm thrilled to be a part of this. But yeah, 90, 95% of the time, it's just, it's a shit show in a horrible and it's place. it's so no one, hard no one to get that ratio higher. Like not only on Twitter, yeah. but like basically everywhere. Like even if you have like, like some niche of the internet that is like a 50-50 ratio, like it's going to get ruined sometime really soon and it's going to be just like the other places that are 95-5 or worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, because it's by design, you know? Like the idea of like being able to get your ideas anywhere you want and like just put things into the the ether, you know? Like the whole thing is designed to be a horrible place. Right, because there's no filtering on it and... As soon as something's working, everyone flocks to it, right? And then everyone yeah. ruins it because it becomes just like everywhere else. Yeah, but, buddy, moments like this and, moments just like that. Like, and just like crowdsourcing like funniest things about this, like like funniest stories like related to this, funniest tweets, like like people just find fucking gems. Yes. And it's delightful. That is one of the, that is probably the coolest thing, like. The ability to crowdsource and like when people are like actually like really engaged positively, like it is such a beautiful thing because it's like it's impressive. Like people come out of the fucking word work and it's like I didn't realize that many people had that many skills and like or were that funny or 
were that good at aggregating the funniest fucking things. Like it's fucking impressive. Yeah. Like legitimately, legitimately. Like 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 you, it's just a random person. <laughs> it will come up with something yeah. brilliant, or will put it's together just moments like that where you're like, dude. I literally watched the NYPD tweet a video of someone being murdered on the street. Eh, I'll stick around because like someone's going to say something hilarious about a ridiculous <laughs> topic in the yeah. next two months, you know? Right. In the next two months, hilarity will ensue. So I'll deal with literal police organizations tweeting out murders, you know, <laughs> like I can handle it. It's just the weirdest. That is such a weird thing we're all engaged with. Isn't it? Isn't it odd? And it's such a I, it's an odd addiction. I've always marveled at the way that the internet, like the internet, was a really popular place for a small group of people who really loved the internet for a long time. Like just like the super nerds and like a niche group of people who were on there early. Yeah, and for a while too. Like like, like well years, before like Facebook, and Twitter, years. like Legitimate, yeah, like twenty years. Yes. And, like, it was a totally different, like, super weird, but, like, much more frequently incredible place and a community for people who are all like that. And then it just became, like, popular. Well, like, an incredible place for that community. Yeah. But now it's, like, dude. It's, like, people don't understand, like... And, and I feel I, like we're I, not talking about this because we're just <laughs> saying ridiculous things. I think like, so. Yo, this community is fucking dope, huh, bro. <laughs> like, dude, this is sick. But they were, because a lot of them were like actual like super nerds or like scientists people or computer science people, like people. Well, yeah, because it's it's it was only people that understood like yes how computers worked basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even for quite a bit <laughs> after that, like you you had to go through a certain amount of effort to find the interesting places and and a financial investment. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then it became like mainstream and popular. And, like, you still see a lot of the remnants of, like, the early days of the internet coming through. And then, like, the people, the the, the main, majority of people, like, don't understand what they're interacting with, I'm pretty sure. Like, they don't realize that, like, they're the ones, like, late to the party. Like, they think, like, all this stuff was built for them. And, like, I don't know. Well, it's, a lot of the, well, I don't, I don't think you're interacting and I don't think you're describing that in the right way. Twitter was built for them. Like Facebook was no, built for grandmas. Twitter definitely like, wasn't. No, Facebook has been designed. Twitter for was, it. Twitter was most certainly built for shit posting and fucking around. Not, not like first, very originally. No, no, no. Dude, when Twitter first came out, it was the like the people that were using Twitter in two thousand like ten, myself included, when I was thirteen. Bad idea. Huh. Uh, well, I can actually tell you when I, I think I got a Twitter account two thousand twelve. Wow. See. When's my Twitter birthday? Yeah, 2012. Uh, Twitter so came like, out in 2006. That, sure. So, yeah. So, I'm not like an OG person by any means. But when was it like – when did Twitter reach like 10 million users or 100 million sure. users? You know? That would be an interesting thing to compare it to because that's a standard where you're like, dude, this is big. You know? Okay. Uh, it looks like September 2011 it had 100 million Okay, so, so I, that's joined, real big. I joined six months later. And that's where it's like, like by that point, like once you reach that many people, like Twitter is, 
Twitter was the Wild West. Like Twitter, yeah. like you're saying, like Chrissy Teigen was was telling people to kill themselves. For sure, no, like, that that was like the slightly, yeah, yeah. Like originally, it was just like, from what I've heard, it was like Jack Dorsey makes this place where everyone just like actually just tweets like mundane things about their day, and then like yeah, Jordan B or Justin Bieber gets big and like breaks Twitter for a while. And then sure. So so you start with you start with a thing where it's like yo, like people are just saying shit about their day. Yeah. Fine. But what that what that so quickly transitions to is like as soon as you're able to interact with each other, you've got Twitter like at its core. Yeah. Like sure. if you've created something where people can comment and interact quickly, like like something back when like was a thing before favorites. Uh, <laughs> man. That's talk about dating yourself. Many, I'm sure plenty of users don't know that there was a like button prior to the favorite. No, it was a favorite before like. Yeah, it was a star instead of just a heart. Yeah. That was when that was when the days were good. But like as soon as you could interact quickly, like commenting, like like retweeting, the the, the idea of retweeting is to share an idea and to get more people commenting on it and to interact with the community on whole. Like that's where I'm saying, like, this thing at its core is designed for this to be a shit show. Yeah, definitely. It may have not been intended. Right, original, but, like, it's original design the first few years. Probably not for that. But very but also, quickly, like, just the company because, realized that's... And that's why that I that's, think design is different than intent. Yeah, sure. I think it was. I think it was... I think it was intended to be something different. Right. But, but ultimately, by design, this is what it's going to lend each other, lend it to, uh-huh. like just based on human nature. Yeah. So that's where that's where I'm saying like like by design, Twitter was made to be the shit show it is. It almost certainly wasn't intended to be this. Like like Facebook by design is what it is, but by intent was very different when it was founded. I don't you know, know like, what like, Facebook what, was intended. That's that's the one that really confuses me. Because Zuckerberg is still in charge over there. Well, like Dorsey's totally Zuckerberg's checked out. Like, Zuckerberg's like such a weird brain; it's almost impossible to say what intent was. But based on like you, you had to have a .edu address to have a Facebook account. Yeah, for sure. So Facebook, like the intent you would think is like connecting college age kids, students, connecting mm-hmm. students. Yeah. So I think it's very easy to say like that's the intent. But then, like, its design and its growth changed into, like, you know, obviously this is just going to be something old people love and use. I'm just totally And then it just convinced. got too big where, where like, you're bringing in, like, like, Facebook is altering, like, news cycles. Yes, right, and elections in other countries and that sort of thing. But I'm yeah. definitely convinced that, like, there's no way Mark Zuckerberg originally creating facebook would be happy about where facebook is and there's no way mark zuckerberg today is mentally sane enough to evaluate whether or not he likes his own product like there is absolutely but also, like, do you think he cares do you think he cares if he likes his own product i think he thinks he does like i'm sure he thinks like, he's a think, good guy do you think bezos likes his product yeah definitely bezos loves his product and it's a good product no I, great, I i agree with that he had a great uh, like leaving Amazon, like newsletter, uh, paper thingy, where he talked about interest, how much 
time and money Amazon saves the average user. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's actually that. really good. From like I would a love very, to see like, this, like an analysis. I would love to see an analysis of like businesses Amazon put out of business. Like yes, small businesses and then people's and then I would love to see a survey of people's thoughts on small businesses <laughs> versus Amazon using right. that, like using the analytics from that. Definitely. But from like a masturbatory like that fear, would, economics. I guarantee that would change people's opinion on, on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. You know what like I mean? A, people love small businesses. For people some love reason, the convenience of Amazon. I'm not sure. For some yeah. reason, why? What's 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 wrong with the idea of support of supporting a community? Member? Nothing. Nothing's wrong with the idea of supporting a small business. So what do you mean? It's for just like some reason. It's just like some idea. Like it's this idea that's just like people get, kind of get obsessed with. Like it's another one of those ideas. Well, it's, where, the, it's the idea that like you are supporting people that are just like you, that are members of the same community that you are, and it's kind of weird in the sense of it's only based geographically. No, but, for sure. Yeah, but like for but me, if like, I had started a small business and it just wasn't really a product people wanted, but people felt like, oh, well, I should support the small business. Like, I no, that's not what I want. Like, if I'm not no, but that but the that's not the idea. The idea is like the idea is like, yo, we have a mom and pop hardware store where sure I pay thirty cents more on balance for a certain care. part sure. than from the Ace hardware store, but. I know the people at this hardware store. Like, I know they're going to take care of me if anything goes wrong. Like, things like that, you know? For sure, because that's worth something to me. Like, the sense of community is worth that 30 cents and way more than that, for sure. And that's why people love small businesses, not yeah. just for some reason. Exactly. No, I agree. And I, I think that's a great reason. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those things that, like, I don't, it's just like a thing you say you now. It's like, one, it's a talking point. Yeah. Like, I'm pro small business. Like, what? Yeah, like shop local. Like, what do you mean? Literally shop local. Yeah. Like, huh? And also, at the end of the day, the vast majority of those people have not thought about that enough to say, like, you know. No. You haven't thought about, like, what it means or your actual impact to your money. Or how to implement that or, like, what's yeah. the best way to do this. Right. But also, I don't know. Maybe I'm not giving people enough credit. Like, a lot of people in my life have thought about how that impacts them and and which businesses they are better at patroning like from a small business standpoint than others you know mm. yeah yeah i'm sure there's a lot of people who do think about it i'm also sure that, pe- that most of the people who will go out of their way to talk about it and advertise for it are a little confused about why they're doing so yeah i don't know and i wonder what what kind of ulterior motives are there too <laughs> like because there always is one there gotta get that fucking cloud so few dude. people are doing there's nothing going on there's so few things going on on a major scale that don't have an ulterior motive that isn't the kindness of my heart <laughs> yes but that's a very jaded and kind of cyn- like very jaded very cynical take that's kind of sad is that just always the safer take probably it's probably always the safer jaded take and cynical yeah, well, like oh, a little for bit sure. more it's way accurate. riskier to have faith in people it's way riskier to have faith in people yeah. Because, like, that sets you up for failure. Like, if you always approach things like, you know, the worst thing's going to happen, when the worst thing does happen, like, yeah, you're okay with it. But when the best thing happens, the you're asshole like, no one wants it just to worked out with. Yeah. You 100% are that asshole, but that doesn't make it not safer. Unless your goal is having friends. Well, I think that's a pretty popular goal, I would say. 
<laughs> a lot of people don't behave like it is. <laughs> but, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I but and that and that's the the next question would be in your hierarchy of goals, where does having friends fall? Sure. See, Versus you know, like feeling bad about yourself that you got duped by yeah, the versus evil like, nature yeah, of exactly. humans. Exactly. Versus like never being wrong because you always assume the worst. So where where in those hierarchy of feelings does that fall? Sounds a little sad, to be honest. I 100% agree, and that's why it's not really my approach to life. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where it all falls and where it all squares away. And I mean, shit. The amount of time you'd have to invest into figuring it out why people justify the things that they do would be <laughs> your whole damn life. Yeah. Yeah. Because every single person does it for a mildly different reason. And generally most are interesting enough on certain topics to uh, try and understand why. Well, but, I can't, I can't believe you would say, I don't know. Isn't that just such a scary statement to say publicly? Isn't it though? Why? No, I'm kidding. It's just like I think it I is think for a lot of people though. I think it's terrifying. It's terrifying for scientists. I don't think most people are comfortable saying I don't know, and they think they're. I don't. And I think people that are uncomfortable. I think people that are uncomfortable with that are bad scientists. Oh, they're horrible. Or scientists. that are caught up in like for sure. Yeah, and they're just caught up in the clout of like being a scientist. That's oh, when like sure. this whole concept. Confused. And I was, I was talking about this with my uncle this weekend, like. This whole concept of trust the science is the dumbest. It's like just a molestation of the concept of, of science. Yeah. Anyone who's ever it's done science horrific. and is saying that, like, is a very confused person about and what they're doing And it's just an utter piece time. of shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. you're a piece of shit because, like, like, one, you either know what you're doing. Like, you're either consciously aware of you're taking advantage of, like, this term, which should be reputable. Or you're a fucking idiot who's bad at science, and then you should get the fuck out. Yeah, it just comes back to. Or you're just an like, idiot in general who wants to, who is well, speaking on something that they know nothing of. And it's just, it's like another one of those things where it's so obviously like a line, like it's marketing, like it, there's an ulterior motive here, and it's so obvious to me. And I don't know how this gets any traction. Like the second you hear everyone saying "trust the science." you know that this is a load of bullshit that they're feeding yeah. you. Like, I know Absolutely. that immediately. Absolutely. Like, yeah. wh- what is going on? And everyone should. But, and, yeah. then, and then just the idea, like, like, the idea, people take the concept of scientific consensus and apply it to everything. With Like, there is so little actual scientific consensus in the world. Right. It's crazy. And like, no one will ever talk about the point. Scientific consensus. The, no one will ever talk to you about the point of scientific consensus. Even the people who are like these, you know, bulwark defenders of science who go on talk yeah. shows and like, they'll never say like, the point the of con- scientific. Like the point is so that you're not all just running in circles, chasing every random idea someone has. Like that's the only point. And- Scientific consensus is also mildly antithetical to science in the sense of like the first goal, the first, the core concept 
of being a scientist is always be questioning. Right. Question everything. Scientific consensus is, yeah, literally only so we don't just bang our heads over right. and over and over and just do the same stupid shit. Because it's recognizing but that we live that, in a world of limited resources, right? In a, in a world of infinite resources. That be questioned in general when something new comes yes, in. Yes, of course. Every, like, there's, very, there's so many things that are, you know, in scientific consensus <laughs> that we know are probably not right. Like, if you looked at the probabilities, you'd say, like, 5% what is consensus is right. 95% we're going to come up with something else in the future. But for now, we're just going to stick with this because we think it's productive yeah. for the field. And, and that's why you like you give error bars. Like we think we have a quote unquote 95% certainty that like we're within this range, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so frustrating to not have this understanding, like to, to operate under the assumption that like every reputable scientist believes this Go fuck yourself. That's one of those. Right. That's one of those I like am just completely disengaged with because it's so ridiculous to me as a person who understands science, just like actually how science is. Like the bigger concepts of it. Yes. (laughs) Right. And it's just like, I'm like so uninterested in having that low brain discussion. I don't know. I think that's like just like a common thing going on. Like the people who really know science are not interested in this discussion. We're all the way back to like the conversation you and I were having when you were here about like ridiculous philosophical debates. Sure. Yeah. Like I'm I'm not interested in engaging with this in so many, so many armchair philosophers. Mm -hmm. I'm not interested. Yeah. Unless something new is being brought to the table, which is genuinely thought-provoking, which is generally, it's not even that difficult to do. I'm not interested in engaging. Yeah. And because I think, it's boring. Yeah, it's boring. Right. And it's just stupid. And it's like, I, like we talked about before. And it's like, repetitive. And I don't want to just like start the conversation in a place where I have to figure out how we can start the conversation and figure out the language to use and go through all these steps just so that I can show you why you're wrong or that why we've already done this. Yeah. I'm, I'm not using any of my original ideas. You're not making me think you're not making me engage. I'm just like, I feel I'm just a fucking cuckoo clock repeating the same thing that other people have said. Yes. I'm a parrot. I'm parroting other arguments. Right. And you're not getting smarter. But the problem is from the other person's perspective, <laughs> like, Maybe you're genuinely confused or like just like exploring this area for the first time. Hello, Sean. <laughs> hello again. Yes, hello again. Damn, <laughs> I interrupted you mid rant. Mm, I was hard. I was really I was really going off mostly about my self importance, but <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. it was uh, it was something. I was I was fully in the middle of saying that like. My my charity work is tell, is engaging with stupid people and taking the time to point them on the right path. That's just a wonderful opinion of yourself. <laughs> well, you know, it. I the really fucked up thing is like I only kind of I only kind of like I'm not I don't disagree with it. Like, yeah, I'm mostly saying it in jest, but also eh, kind of. But do you write it off on your taxes? If I could, I would, and I would never pay a fucking penny, Sean. I would never pay a fucking penny if that was a write-off. I think you should. Yeah, I think you should bill your hours. Put, and the amount of time out. I put into engaging with people whose base approach I consider stupid is 
wild. It's incredible. In college, I would have. I I I am the mother Teresa yeah. of engaging with people who are less gonna, thoughtful. I was just gonna actually compare you, mother <laughs> Teresa, in yeah. patience of setting people's minds straight. Yeah, I, I almost always engage with it for like the wrong reasons. I don't really consider like I the only way I consider it personal growth is like I'm sharpening my own knife. You know, mm-hmm. it's not really an iron sharpens iron thing. It's more like. I'm practicing on like a fucking like bamboo stock, but right. you know, uh-huh. well, hopefully but, yeah. you don't kill tens of thousands of people by banning contraceptions. And <laughs> I, I don't have a plan to ban contraceptions, but you know, we'll see. I do have a plan to kill tens of thousands of people in the, in the uh, effort for clean <laughs> energy though. <laughs> Hell Yeah. But I don't know. I, I've been telling my like, like it's a, it's a. This is a thing where it's like ninety nine percent joking, one percent jest, like, or one percent serious, ninety nine percent jest. Mm. But like, honestly, if you want, if we want to stop global warming, we need to bomb China and India's uh, power plants. Uh, yeah, that could be a strategy, I suppose. <laughs> Like, guys, like, this shit's really bad, and you guys are the causing of it. So, like, yo, like, you are the reason we have the amount of, like, coal and issues in the air that we do currently. I suppose you could just as well argue that America's (laughs) unwillingness to innovate while it had the chance and then pass on the technology to places like China and India is also a Unwillingness to innovate, I don't think is fair. I don't think unwillingness to innovate is fair. I think it is because it's absolutely no, because I think technology no, because technology uh, exponentially accelerates. So during your industrial revolution, it's not like we're like looking into fucking nuclear. You know what I mean? No, no, no like, I'm not talking like I'm talking like the last fifty to seventy years. Sure. So okay. So what? Which technology would you like us to have developed further and have passed down? Because the idea of enriching uranium and using nuclear is kind of scary to give that to just to just give that to other countries a little scary uh i i mean i don't know it's it's, it's a tough one where you you'd have to put a lot of money into fundamental research and that's where and see if that's you come where up with our anything. responsibility our responsibility would be like making sure most people don't die in that you know like like sending over food Sending over. I don't know if we need to give them power again. There's a lot of Chinese live without power. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. But yes, no, I agree that. I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like this is just the progression a country goes through. And right now, the best way to do power is through coal and natural gas. And so when India is trying to power two billion best people, best is kind of best is I think a. Uh, uh, I think best is not the right word. Okay, well, it's the obvious choice because monetarily it's the only thing that makes sense. For countries in those positions. And in our position as well. But also, China's not even in that position. India barely is. You know what I mean? No. The idea that they can't use nuclear technology is fucking. Well, the United States is a bunch of goddamn idiots. I'll be the first to say it on the power front. So, why would we ever expect them? China and India to do different. Well, the United States is a little less idiotic in the sense of 
we don't use dirty energy. We don't use as dirty of energy. We are much more thoughtful and restricted with how we use dirty energies. Yes, we have become in the last, like very recently. 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. 20 years and even less. But yeah, certainly, certainly the last 10, but pushing in the last 20, you know? Right. For sure. Yeah. So I, I, I'm wholeheartedly on board with that. And it's definitely fair to say, you know, this is a progression of societies. Like it's well understood that developing countries, you are like, are horrific for their carbon footprint because they're trying to become developed. (laughs) But I don't know. I don't know, man. You know? Sometimes, sometimes you got to break a few eggs. <laughs> you do, and I think, I think there's a large opportunity for yes, hopefully leapfrogging some of the coal usage in the areas of the world where billions of people are coming online. But yeah, we clearly dropped the ball. Fastest on that one. way to do it, Sean, bomb them, and. Yeah, right. That'll give us another few decades to develop better technology. And when they finally come back from the Stone Age, we can give them our green energy. The biggest issue is we're so fucking dependent on those countries. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, oh. We would have no pill casings if we just if we didn't allow China to make them. Yeah. I mean, much, hopefully. I don't know how much India is involved in the supply chain, but definitely China. India has to be, just based think, on size alone. I think so, but I don't think it's nearly... As no, much. I yeah, bet there's nearly, a couple industries. I, I 100% agree. But I, yeah, yeah, there are some, and I don't even know if they're niche industries. I mean, Probably dude, not, the call centers, they'd be fucked. Right. <laughs> How would we ever get <laughs> robo called? Yeah, no shit. And, and we would never get help. We would never get help never on heard. a simple problem again. Yes, I could never set up my internet in less than 10 hours on the phone. Yeah, but... And, and yeah, so that's so the real issue is is we'd be fucking ourselves, not the not the countless people that would mm. die. Right. We not that we care to think about the civilians in these countries, but our own. Civil, civilians is a strong word. You know what I mean? Are we are we considering them people? Militia. Yeah. No. Right. <laughs> the beings. The things. Sub sub sapiens. <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, but on a, on a very serious point, anyone in the United States who wants to write off nuclear and not consider it and as part of a clean energy movement is an idiot not taking this seriously. Yeah, I, I haven't looked at the numbers in a while or the feasibility. I know the cost was still like through the fucking roof. Largely because we haven't and, innovated on it since the 50s because in, everyone got yes, really scared in, yeah, of it. exactly, in decades. I don't know how much of it, to your point, has to do with paranoia about uranium and other atomic elements, like being popularized and making other countries more comfortable with them. Well, other, other yeah, radioactive elements. Right. Yeah. Atomic bomb-related elements. I don't know. But it's that's good. where like I like it's so it's so stupid. It's so stupid to me. Like, like it's bona fide dumb that we're not obsessed with moving to nuclear. Because I don't understand how much of the earth's how much of the earth are we willing to rape in order to get the the materials we need to build 
windmills and solar and solar panels. How much? At this rate, most of it probably. That's what's necessary. That yeah. is what's necessary to make these things. <clears throat> and how is that know. an acceptable trade-off? I think it's just a we're tiding ourselves over for now. Like I legitimately think we're just like telling ourselves a story to feel good and waiting. How and most people could don't we realize advance nuclear technology if we tried, John. I don't know. That's a that's a very big question. Like there's a genuine possibility that we can't make it that much better. And but then, also like like I don't I don't believe cuz okay, that's the same thing like there's limits on solar to say that like solar conversions only only possible at 34% is the yeah, peak. Sure. You know. Right. Like uh-huh. like that's that what's the difference in that statement? Well, I don't know. I mean it seems to me like there's probably a factor of 10 improvement to be had, but I don't know how much research has gone into it. It seems like a lot less than most other types of energy. Like coal and natural gas are very well figured out. Those are optimized yeah. 100%. Like those are as good as they'll ever get. I, I also disagree with that. I 100% disagree with that. I don't, I think it's impossible to say something's optimized 100%. I think it's optimized 100% for what we're currently capable of. Sure. I have no fucking clue what we're going to be capable of in, in 100 years, let alone like 50. Okay. You know? Yeah. In terms of, right, today's world and the, the needs and abilities. Yes. Yes. But, and that's where, like, like how quickly could we develop advanced nuclear past the point of where we are right now? Because I would, I would, I genuinely imagine very quickly outside of time-related tests, which is obviously imp- impossible outside of projections. I think, honestly, I'd have to look. The, the, I, to me, the only interesting number would be the cost and how much it would cost. Because it costs a lot more to build nuclear, but that's fine if you're just fine with footing the bill, right? But the question is, like, yeah. are we talking about like trillions and trillions of dollars? Or are we talking about hundreds of billions of dollars? And I'm not okay. actually sure and how my, much my energy and production costs. My next question, for, and then, and then, okay, but then you've got to factor in maintenance of our current infrastructure. Yeah, you I know, think that, that all gets factored versus in. Your, yes, absolutely. And then my next question is, I don't limit. I don't limit my cost analysis in my brain to dollars and cents. No, in terms of lives, it's it's really astronomical. Like coal power plants kill an insane number of people and shorten the lives. And cut short, yeah, cut the short. Yeah, mostly, cut it's short all, the it's, lives. yeah, it's absolutely. mostly all shortening the lives. Like it is yes. bonkers the number we're talking about. Like everyone, millions Literally and everyone. millions of years. Like uh, everyone. Yeah. Yes. Especially the people who but, live near them. Like we're talking about decades, yeah. potentially, or at least five years. And yeah, and like a lot of that's transitioned to natural gas, which is much, much better. But also then you have the global warming conversation, which has the tail risk of being potentially globally catastrophic, which would be nice to but eliminate that probability. Oh, yes, that would be a nice, that would be a wonderful thing to get rid of. <laughs> but what I'm saying the the claim that I'm trying to say the claim that I'm trying to assert is let's look at environmental cost if we're if we are talking about global warming and like damage to the environment 
why are we not considering the efforts we'd have to go through to obtain the materials to switch to a wind and solar powered society? Well, is that I'm not, not concerning? Sure no, I'm not. I don't think anyone's running that analysis in terms of like. Why not? I don't know. I, I bet someone has, but it clearly hasn't become I, a popular I would be thing to, to talk many about. Many people have. I don't, I'd be I don't to think many so. Have, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't I, be willing about many. I people bet I could Google it after this conversation, and I'll find you something compelling. I, I'm sure you can, but I don't think many people are like thinking about it. Well, how is that not an obvious thing to consider, Sean? It is. It's a very obvious thing to consider. I don't think many people... Like, there's so many things to consider, though. Like, there's so many things in the world to think about. I don't think that one makes it across many people's place. Like, That seems like a pretty fucking significant one to consider when we're okay. considering investing trillions of dollars towards in that direction. Look at, like, UFOs or something. Like, that one's clearly something interesting and worth spending a few minutes on very few people very few scientists have been willing to spend any time thinking about ufos yes sure sure but we're not we're also not talking about something that we're literally discussing spending hundreds of billions if not trillions of dollars on in in the idea of transitioning our power supply to you know what i'm saying like that's where i'm saying this is such this is such a day-to-day discussed big world, like, like yes. grand scheme situation, macro conversation. It moves very slowly, How though. the fuck are we not having that? Yeah. I don't know. I think one of the factors, it moves, it moves very slowly. The transition has happened very slowly, and there's lots of time to change your mind. And so there should course. be all kinds of time to consider this as it's been many years that we've been having this conversation. Yes, definitely. It would be very interesting to see the kinds of conversations behind closed doors and what like the president is actually being informed on. And this kind of analysis is pretty trivial. Like this is engineering 101. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it is, it's very alarming or like, so it's then very it must confusing. have been thought of, it must have been thought of at length. If it's engineering 101. Yeah, maybe. I think maybe there's just people, there's too many. <laughs> or are we just skipping, are we skipping our foundational classes and skipping right to 505? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty common trend. Like skip step one, skip asking why are we doing this and just go right to like some random niche details about something. And I guess I'm passionate about it because I think that that's inappropriate when it when it comes to spending hundreds and trillions, hundreds of billions and trillions of dollars. I think it's foolhardy, foolhardy and idiotic, to be quite frank. I think it is too. I think it's, <laughs> I think it should be, like in terms of like what we should be outraged about, like this one, far far outstrips trans nationality. Far outstrips racism. Far outstrips transphobia. Like this one, actually, is a big deal. Yeah, uh, it absolutely is. And like, yeah, and if we're talking about aliens, it's not even in the same ballpark. You know what I mean? Like, we'll deal with that problem when it comes. Well, but this is something that we're literally working on. Like, this is something that we're dealing with right now. Right. Like, well, literally, is, right now. This is something we know we can do right. 
like or at least have a very this is something that doesn't require speculation on what's what's out there yeah right there's a lot less unknown variables here like it's pretty pretty nailed down yeah so I, I I don't know. That's like it's a it's a thing that genuinely upsets me in these conversations. It upsets because me. I don't feel like we're we're doing what we should be doing or being thoughtful in right. our approach. No. What really upsets me is the way we invest our money is like the most harebrained idiotic thing. Like we have a lot of really rich people in the United States who are really good at investing money. And if you talk to any of them, they would tell you it's absolutely a no brainer to throw a few million or billion dollars at research into like understanding these questions and specifically like developing better nuclear and asking the question how good can this get in developing other areas like it's yeah, trivial to throw a few billion dollars yeah, at that absolutely like a uh, it's, no it's greater investment to the point, like, like we might be talking about billions when we're saying trivial you know oh yeah right like this it's fine because the u.s budget is massive like, this is not that much money. I mean, and we it's... just spent, like, we just spent, like, like, I think we just spent 10, 10 billion yeah. on aircraft carriers. Oh. Oh, gosh. Don't even, don't even go there. I mean, the, the DOD budget's a trillion dollars. And, yes, they spend probably $100 billion on, like, aircraft carriers, submarines, aircraft, all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And but, it's it has the oh, opportunity no. for a return of investment of a million times, right? Yeah, like, it's not it's like just the ROI on that aircraft carrier is like is zero. I don't know. Or maybe these people won't bomb a couple other places that we probably don't really care that much about. Here's a great thing I just looked into yesterday. I was looking at some <clears> of the <throat> defense contractors in around the area that I live in because this whole area used to be like a super big NASA defense contractor area so there's like these two companies l3 harris and northrop grumman that like one of them has developed like the b2 stealth bomber and is developing this other like fancy ass stealth bomber like billion dollar planes that like the u.s was going to buy like 200 of and then ended up buying 20 because it get went out of favor Right before they put the order. Yeah, because like, we realize that technology is advancing faster and we can develop this. Yeah, because the project literally takes 20 years. But I looked at what yeah. they've used it for. The only thing they've used this plane for is bombing civilians in the Middle East stealthily. Like, that's the good, only good, thing good, they've good. ever used the plane for. And they spent like $100 like billion. Dollars. Work, huh? Yeah. And it's like, sure, you can make the claim like, oh, we deterred the bad guys. But like, really? Like... Does anyone yeah. think that Did that's we? like, is that how game theory works? Like, Ooh, we've got this cooler stealth bomber. So you didn't launch your nukes. Cause that's how that works. Like, I think mm, I still, I don't think so to a certain extent, to a certain extent, it is impossible when it comes to like war fighting. It's impossible to stay on it's top impossible. On, on, yeah, ahead of that. It's, it's just a stupid impossible. game. Yeah. Yeah. It's a zero sum game. Like no yeah. one really wins. Everyone just wastes money on defense contracts and budgets. Yeah. But also, like, you do, to a certain, there comes a point where you do have to be prepared. Of course. And that's the argument that'll just keep you spending a trillion dollars a year. And, and I'm, I'm not okay with spending a trillion dollars. I'm okay with spend, I would love to see us spend 250 billion 
And then I would love to see that $750 billion put into like asking legitimate questions in a yes. very serious way about energy. Or how about investing in other ways of making it impossible to fight wars like, you know, making the world a better place or oh ensuring... Oh my God, you little sissy pansy boy. Let's take the econ- economics route and ensuring the economies are tied in a way that people don't want to go to war. Or how about innovating fast Which enough? Which is where, arguably where we are. Yeah, it is. They're getting there. Anyways, just it was a it was a total laugh because I just I was just like imagining the engineers working at this company, like having developed this stealth bomber, and like probably feeling good about themselves for having done a cool project. And I'm like, all you've ever done is like flown stealthily into Iraq, dropped a few bombs that probably killed 10 times the civilians that it did any sort of terrorist, and then flown off. And like, that's that's your whole project. Like, you have to go home at night and just go, this is what I did for a hey, decade. Honey. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't for know. like it's the majority just, of your career. Yeah. Like, that's the penultimate achievement, like, on my resume. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's crazy. It's, it is, though, kind of borderline impossible to discuss in, like, a reasonable way, though. You know? It's, that is a tough one. The energy thing is an obvious one. Like, the... The being prepared and like being like the superpower of the world mm-hmm. is very different than saying like, yo, before we spend trillions, let's invest millions right. and see what we get. Yeah. It, like that seems like a very easy conversation to have. At least it is for me. I think it is conceptually. But if you look at like the actual practicality of how those systems work within a government and within quote unquote politics I think it just gets so like head boggling yeah, it's almost like confusing. the dumb and wasteful yeah and like that's crazy it's like simple ideas that work in theory just become impossible to implement because of the way the system of government works and it's just yeah, yeah like I agree like if you could just go get it done like it's pretty clear as to where you'd put the money and what you do with it in terms of energy. And if people were incentivized as opposed to a government that's not, that's crazy. What a concept. What a concept. It's almost I, like I, aligning, I, aligning human psychology with the rewards that we all want goes a lot better than doing the opposite. And incentivizing people to do all the wrong things. Yeah, it's almost like that, huh? Almost. But not quite. It can't be that easy. Yeah, no, it never, never. Just taking a, an obvious basic function to all and applying it would be impossible. Like, <laughs> that is literally an obvious basic function to anyone that interacts with it. I would think but, so. Whatever. Unfortunately, yeah, maybe one day. The concept of reward is a is a very basic function to anyone. Yes. Uh, anyone who spent like 5 minutes thinking about how their own anyone brain and who's body had work, a human interaction. Yeah. Should should 
have a pretty solid understanding of that one. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. As always, though, we could rant about the government and its wastefulness <laughs> for likely hours on end. But I do have to wrap this one up as my uh, jalapeno poppers, which aren't jalapeno poppers, but are modeled in the idea of, are done and mm. cooling rapidly. Nice. Well, get yourself some food <laughs> and spend some time uh, with Sam. Food. Yeah. <laughs> She's on the phone with her sister anyways. Well, but booter. as always, as always, my dear friend, it is a delight chatting with you. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful night in the uh, sunny state that is Florida. Tell Haley hello. All right. Will do, Brett. You as well. <laughs> All right. Bye, buddy. Until next time. <laughs> Until next time. Love you, dude. Love you. Yeah, bye. Bye. Spooky at times. Fine. At the I'm end happy of the day, made, made it home safe. Yeah. No, no harm, no foul. issues, right. That's my approach, always. But how was your how's your last week been? Or I guess two weeks at this point. 